This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our latest look at the Cleveland Indians. We are here at the winter meetings with Jordan Bastian and JB, obviously, coming off a big year for the Tribe, AL champs. Mm -hmm. Um, You're here in the building. Terry Francona is not. What's up with that? Well, my hip's better than Terry Francona's right now. Um, Not by much. But, no, he had uh, hip surgery, and he had that done after the season was over. Um, So still recovering. And, I mean, hey, the guy worked an extra month. Uh, the Indians have all kinds of people here in the front office to do the heavy lifting decision-wise. They can FaceTime in uh, Terry Francona if they need him to, in one of these meetings. But he's still recovering, and I mean, I mean, honestly, a well-deserved break for Terry Francona right now, manager of the year. I, I know some other managers that probably wish they had hip <laughs> surgery to get out of being here, but that's another story. Uh, you know, obviously, the Indians are not known to be a team particularly active at the winter meetings it is still somewhat early in the free agent game we know they tend to operate more in the lower tier of free agency um, just what is their outlook here uh, this week here in uh, DC you know obviously I mean this is a team that is the the reigning champs they came very close to winning it also fans want them to be aggressive want them to go after you know the big bats and, and they do have a need for some right-handed power which they addressed last year with Mike Napoli who is a free agent again and is, again, of interest to them. So they're hoping to do it on a short-term solution. I mean, this payroll naturally is going to go over $100 million, which I believe is going to be the highest in franchise history, um, and it, it's naturally going up through arbitration, lots of cases. But they have need for right-handed power. They're going to try to address that, whether it's through Napoli or somebody else, and they're going to probably look at trades. I mean, trades are always the more realistic avenue for the Indians, you know, whether it's during the winter or whether it's at the trade deadline when they got an Andrew Miller or they almost had a Jonathan Lucroy. I mean, they showed aggressiveness on the trade front. I think if they're going to really be able to add somebody impactful and be able to afford it, it's probably going to be have to be on the trade front rather than a blockbuster free agent signing. Hey, I know a right-handed hitter who's mentioned in the trade market is Andrew McCutcheon. It's a short drive from Pittsburgh to Cleveland, too. What do you think of that? Yeah, you know, on some fronts, it's a good fit. You know, many teams look at his salary as a benefit, $14 million. For the Indians right now, it's just a little too tight, and that's why you're seeing, you know, Carlos Beltran signs for uh, one year, $16 million, and that's just, it's too much for the Indians right now. You know, it's, uh, you know, fans don't want to hear that, but it's the reality of this situation. McCutcheon, because of his salary, is probably not a fit, and also you got to consider the fact that his days as a center fielder might be over. You know, they have Michael Brantley potentially coming back for left field, they have a, a plethora of options for right field, whether it's platooning or otherwise. Um, and they have Naquin and some other guys for center who could mix in. They want to get outfield depth. I just don't see McCutcheon being that answer. All right, so obviously uh, Napoli is a player of interest. Uh, had a big you know, 34 home run season, career year for them right. uh, in, in 2016. We also know his market could be strong just as a function of coming off that career year. The Indians didn't make him the qualifying offer, so he's not tied to a draft pick. That certainly helps his market. We know he wants multiple years. Indians might be more you know, in, in the one-year range. Um, so 
what are some other options if, if Napoli is not a fit or if he signs elsewhere? What are some other options at first base? Yeah, I think they're going to monitor the market for a guy like Chris Carter, who, who uh, led the league in home runs. You've got Mitch Moreland out there. Uh, on a lesser level, you've got guys like Adam Lind, who can maybe platoon a little bit. I mean, they have some flexibility, whether it's addressing via the outfield, you know, where you could use the DH slot to rotate guys around, or again, kind of like Napoli last year, first base DH. I think that's kind of what they're targeting is that first base DH role to split with Carlos Santana. Uh, but those are some of the options. But I think in a perfect world, they'd be able to get Napoli back. But what they showed in the qualifying offer, which is $17 million, they weren't willing to pay that much. Right. You know, and last year I think they had them for 10 total. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of their price range right now, and they're hoping if he can't get that multi-year deal that he's seeking because he is uh, coming off a career year at an at a older age, you know, maybe he can come back into their price range and into their market on a short-term deal. And their other prominent free agent, of course, is Rajay Davis. Um, but the outfield doesn't seem to be the glaring necessity it was a year ago where Brantley's situation was maybe a little more questionable mm -hmm. than it is now. Not that it's not questionable now, but it seems a little more uh, safe to assume he's, he's part of the opening day picture than it was a year ago. Yeah, I mean, they have to build in contingency plans. You can't count on Brantley again. He played 11 games. They're expecting him to be ready for spring training and opening day. Um, but they were expecting him to be ready at a lot of different points last year, and it just didn't happen. So he's expected to be fine, you know, and they're counting on him to be their left fielder. But I think it would be in their best interest to kind of come up with some contingency plans. And Rajay Davis was kind of that perfect fit last year where he could play all three. He offered that speed element. If Brantley was back, he could slide into a platoon role and still be a fit. And I think that kind of player who's versatile in what he can bring to the table is going to be what they're targeting again and again. They're, they would like to have Rajay Davis back on a one-year deal. You know, he would fit perfectly. Otherwise, they're probably going to target similar versatile speed type outfielders, whether it's free agency or via trade. Uh, let's talk about the bullpen was, of course, such a separator for the tribe in October. And uh, uh, they non-tendered Jeff Manship uh, last week, uh, you know, financial gain there. Obviously, they'd like to have him back uh, under different terms, but didn't want to go to arbitration with him. Um, and then the big fish, of course, in this trade market would be Andrew Miller, but uh, certainly doesn't seem like they're inclined to explore that value. I think especially because they finished short of winning the World Series. They know they're in a better position right now with Andrew Miller to get back there. They're in a great spot in the division right now. The Central looks like it's theirs, and a big reason that it looks like it's theirs is because of the strength of their bullpen behind a very strong rotation. The bullpen right now, I think, projects to, to make around $25 million including the $9 million that the Indians took on in that trade for this year and then $9 million again next year. They, one of the reasons they like Andrew Miller in that trade and were willing to give up so many top prospects was the fact that he was under control for more than just last year. So they're able to keep that bullpen together, Cody Allen, Andrew Miller. You, know, you shed a little bit of salary with Manship, and I think they like to, this winner, add another lefty to, to pair with Miller in the bullpen. Um, but their bullpen's pretty much set, and I really don't see a situation that Miller gets traded this offseason. If the season were to fall apart and things don't go as planned and there's injuries and things go wrong, his value would be there again at the trade deadline if they, if they wanted to recoup some of the prospects that they lost last year. Well, speaking of injuries and, and things going wrong, I mean, a year ago at this time, we are talking about the rotation is such a strength of this team, and it's so deep, maybe they'll even move one of those guys to, to add a hitter and, and that sort of thing. And they, they end up finishing the year with two and a half starters in the World Series. So uh, you see how that can erode quickly. And um, they, did, uh, they did claim uh, Tim Cooney, who made some starts for the Cardinals a couple years back and then had shoulder problems last year. They hope to stretch him out, of course. Um, and, and Mike Clevenger is, is, is a depth piece. But do you see them active at all on, on the starting front for even more depth? 
you know, I think every team's going to, again, be calling on guys like Salazar and Carrasco. I think we saw last year down the stretch the depth was exposed, and, and they didn't have the type of depth we thought they had behind the, the front five guys. So I think it's going to be prudent to keep those guys again, especially at the value they have. I think the whole group combined is around $24 million. There's six picture, pitchers in the big leagues who, are, who have higher salaries than that just by themselves. So I think it's going to be in their best interest to keep that group together. If they're going to target anything for the rotation, probably be some of those depth guys, like you mentioned, Cooney, um, you know, guys that are going to be at AAA, maybe some guys with big league experience to kind of make sure that if they run into injuries or issues like they did last year, you, know, you have guys who can fill in in short-term basis. All right, there you have it, the latest from Jordan Bastion here at the Winter Meetings. I want to thank you all for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Cleveland Indians edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.